This is Impart Broadcast. I'm your regular host, Reverend Ham Ola, and I will be speaking this morning on fundamentals of marriage. And I trust that your life will never remain the same again after this broadcast. I believe that God will turn your marriage around. No matter what the situation is, I believe God is about to fix it for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want to begin from Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 and the Lord God said it is not good that man should be alone I will make him and help made for him the Lord God said it is not good that man should be alone I will make him and help made for him now looking at that scripture you see the first point there the Lord God said now that tells me that marriage is not your idea, it's not my idea, it's not man's idea, it's not any government idea. Even though government is involved in marriage, you know, uh, constitution, uh, but it is not their idea. It is not our idea. It is God's idea. It was God who saw that man needed marriage, and He came on the scene and said. It is not good that man should be alone. So this is four point I wanted to get there. And if we must have a way ahead in our marriages, we must submit ourselves to this understanding that we don't know how marriage works, except the one who instituted it. By the way, you know, uh, the first institution that God made was not even marriage, as the way people used to say it, that the first institution was marriage. The first institution to me, according to the scripture, will be ministry or should I say fellowship with God. Because the Bible says God comes at the cool of the day to fellowship with Adam. And then after that, God gave him a job to do. God gave him business to do. So the second institution will be business or work. you know. And then the third institution will be marriage. Because after that, God saw that he needed help to fix I mean, the jobs that he asked him to do. So I believe that marriage is God's institution, is God's idea, is not our idea. And because it's not our idea, we don't know how it works, except God himself who made it. Let me use the word manufacture, you know, so that we can drive the, drive the point home uh, uh, very clearly. You know, God manufactured it. And if he did, then he has the manual for it. He has the purpose for it. Until we begin to line up with God's dictates about marriage, we will not begin to have breakthrough in our marriages. We will be having all kind of chaos, you know, except we line up with what he said marriage is all about and how it should work. And for us to know how it works, we have to uh, come to the manual. His manual is the Bible for us, where he has put everything in there for us to know how it should work. So, first of all, we must settle in our mind. It is not our idea. It is not something we uh, we desire to do. It wasn't man who said, uh, "Now I think I need. It's time for me to get married." You know, it wasn't a woman that says, "Now I need a woman." I mean, I sorry, I need a man. You know, it was God who saw man and said, "No, man needed marriage." Praise God. I believe you're following me on that. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Then if you look at it again, the next point there, the Bible says that it is not good that man be alone. It is not good that man be alone. So, uh, when man is at the marriageable age, or a woman is at the marriageable age, in other words, you are ripe enough for marriage, and you are not married, the Bible says it is not good. Okay? It is not good. It is not good. Now, when God finished all the creation, uh, he looked at what he has done, and he said it is good. He finished the day and the night, he said it was good. He finished the moon and the stars, he said it was good. But when he finished here and he came to this point, he looked at man and said, it's not good that man be alone. So this was the only thing God saw that something needs to be adjusted. It is not good. Now, some people have gone through marriage and they have uh, divorced or something and they are living their life as a single parent or probably we call it another level of bachelorhood. You know, but, and some of them want to claim that they are better off without marriage. Uh, since they can still achieve certain kind of success uh, in their life as they are moving on in other things, you know. But the truth is that if God said it's not good, it's not good. They would have been able to achieve more. They would have been able to get better. If they have lined up with God's will and purpose for marriage and their marriage didn't end up in divorce. So, I've got good news for you this morning. If you are not married and you are the marriageable age, I want you to know that it's a good thing to step into marriage is good nobody should scare you of marriage marriage is good you may see marriages around you that are not working but i want you to know that marriage is good for the fact that some are not working doesn't mean yours won't work what is important is you getting the proper understanding and the knowledge of marriage and put it to work take the responsibility to put it to work in your own life so god said it's not good so that means it's not good if man is not married okay so it is good if man is married. Marriage is good. Hallelujah. Marriage is good. Marriage is good. So we must get into it. Now, the next point we're going to look at here is very simple. Uh, for every manufacturer, they have a purpose in mind. And they fashion whatever they are you know, inventing, okay, uh, based upon that purpose. They want that thing to fulfill that purpose okay there's a big difference between purpose and vision okay don't misunderstand that vision is simply the task to accomplish but purpose is the reason behind the task purpose is the reason behind the task so there's always a reason behind something and that purpose is what we drive whatever it is so for marriage to work we must line up with the purpose because if you are not fulfilling the purpose of marriage you will not be having a good success so god said here clearly the purpose of marriage. He told us that man needed help. He said, I will make him and help made for him. And help that is going to be a companion for him. Praise God. Somebody who is going to be alongside with him to help him, you know, to carry out the tasks that he has given him. Praise God. So the primary purpose of marriage is help. Praise God. The primary purpose of marriage is help. There's a misunderstanding somewhere where people used to think that, you know, if you ask the question now, uh, uh, what's the purpose of marriage? I know a good number of people will say it's for procreation, to have children, to give birth to children. In as much as having children is good and multiplying on the surface of the earth is part of what God wanted, you know, children are not the purpose of marriage. And if people know that, they won't be killing themselves over or destroying marriages that have not uh, gotten fruit of the womb yet they should be able to believe God that, you know, the marriage will produce fruit. I mean, there was somebody, I just read a testimony yesterday, was married for seven years, 
And by the time she gave birth now, she didn't give birth all these seven years, you know. By the time she gave birth, just recently, she gave birth to twins. You know, so it, 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 it's, and, and the marriage went on, you know, in spite of that. But in some culture, the marriage would have scattered. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So the purpose of marriage is help and not even children. Children are a blessing to marriage. God said it himself. You know, the Bible later on in the scripture says, and God blessed them. It was under the blessing statement that God pronounced fruitfulness. And God blessed them and he said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Even though that statement goes beyond bearing children. It goes into every other things in our lives, you know. Uh, be fruitful in your business, in your establishment, whatever. But, you know, we know that the primary understanding there is uh, uh, fruitfulness that has to do with the fruit of the womb. You know, praise God. So it's important we understand that even children are not the purpose of marriage. But they are blessings of marriage. And it's important that we experience, you know, procreation. And then generation to generation will pass on, you know, God to them and, you know, uh, many other things that are needed to for posterity. Praise God. And we need more people on that because, you see, uh, there's great power in, 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 in large population, you know, it's a great strength. We can function together, fellowship together, relate together, where God designed that so that we can be able to meet one, another, one another's need, you know. But don't misunderstand that to what the purpose of marriage is all about, okay? The purpose of marriage is help. The purpose of marriage is help. A woman comes into the life of the man because man needs help. Praise God. Man needs help. Man needs every other thing around marriage, you know, comes an attachment with this. The primary purpose is that man need help. Praise God. And uh, I believe that uh, if um, uh, women will understand this, they will not be finding it too difficult to fill in their space, you know. Uh, I noticed there was a time, even till now, there's still so much about uh, uh, what we call the women liberation, you know, movement and all that. Uh, I hope that that women liberation, you know, has um, uh, a right purpose because you see, sometimes they go out of boundary. Now, I'm not in support of uh, putting women in bondage. That's not what I'm talking about. But sometimes I like to ask a question. What are you actually liberating them from? Okay. I know there are uh, wives, you know, women that have been maltreated by husbands and all that. They are relegated to the, uh, and that they should not do anything. They should not carry out their vision or, you know, and all that stuff. But in the real sense of it, you know, if women will discover their place, their, their ordained purpose, why they exist, which is to be help to their husbands. Praise God. No, no, no. There's something we have to uh, put a clarity here. When God was talking here, you know, he was talking about marriage. Okay? He wasn't talking about this society at large. Okay? In the society at large, you have a man, alright? And you have women who can be heads over men. Okay? And the men will have to submit to them. Alright? You know, if you look at Ephesians chapter 5, when Bible talks about uh, wife submit to your own husband, it says. It didn't say to another woman's husband. Okay? Submit to your own husband. You know, not to another woman's husband. So, in the larger society, in activities, in the world, in the marketplace, you know, you have situations where men are in authority. I mean, women are in authority and men will have to submit to them and all that stuff, you know. Now, that is in place. But when you come back home, amen, in marriage, 
praise God, no matter what you are, okay, maybe CEO of whatever it is, you have to submit to your husband. You have to be the help that God wants uh, you to be. Now, uh, uh, quickly, I want to draw attention to this area of help and let the women that are listening to me understand how powerful they are. Praise God. Now, for God to say that, you know, uh, let me let me say this before I go on. You know, uh, uh, they need to realize how powerful they are. And when they realize how powerful they are and they stay where they are, they will discover that the honor they're looking for will be accorded unto them. Praise God. Amen. Now, the, the, the truth here is that God gave them a ministry of helps. Praise God. And that means that man is in ability. I mean, man has inabilities without them. Every man should come to realize that they have infirmities, inabilities. Okay? They are not complete in themselves. They can uh, not complete as in in need of another person, but as in inabilities. There are certain things they won't be able to do effectively or will have been able to accomplish everywhere. The tax or the job or the business they do wouldn't have run the way it's supposed to if, you know, uh, the place of the wife is having an issue. It won't run the way it's supposed to. Are you getting my point now? That's why wives exist, so that they can be helped. So they have been packaged with such strength, with such uh, skills and with such whatever it is that help is all about to be able to fill in that inability in the man that they marry. Okay? Now as a man, when, when you are when you are in abilities, you know, and uh, generally speaking, you, some things you want to do and you couldn't get along with it by yourself and you're looking for help and somebody get to know better and then that person you know commands your respect is that not so it commands your honor the way you carry that person the way you look at that and treat that person will be with honor and that's why peter told us in the bible you know he told us that we should honor the wives also even as weaker vessels praise god you know so these wives we're talking about this morning in marriage have a very cogent place they are the helpers of the men hallelujah a very strong you know, uh, uh, let me put it this way so that you can understand how powerful it is. They are the only one sharing, okay, this realm of ministry with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is called our helper. Amen? He's called our helper. In, uh, uh, in Romans, the Bible says that He helps our infirmities. Praise God. The Holy Spirit, we know, is the one called alongside to help us. The Greek word parakletos is the one called alongside to help us. Okay, so the Holy Spirit has that ministry of help for us. But you see, it is these wives, according to the scriptures, that is sharing this kind of responsibility. Okay, now you ask me, how did I know that? Because the word that was translated help here in the Hebrews is the same understanding we can find concerning the word help when it has to do with the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. Praise God. So that will tell me that, you know, he's talking about the same thing. So if you understand what it means, okay, to be, uh, to have access to the help of the Holy Spirit, okay, as divine as it's supposed to be, then you will be able to understand what it means to have access to the help of a wife, okay, in this realm. Praise God. It's so powerful if women themselves will come to understand this reality and begin to develop their help ministry concerning their husband praise god to support their husband you know in the business or in the work he's doing uh 
uh, and even at home and what have you so uh, the purpose of marriage is help praise God the purpose of marriage is help uh, uh, quickly I want to just um, flash back on what we just looked at this morning you know uh, we said it is not good the man be alone we said it was God who said it in other words it was God's idea marriage was God's idea it wasn't man's idea it wasn't your idea it wasn't my idea it was God's idea and because it was God's idea God is the one who knows how marriage works and because God is the one who knows how marriage works because he's the one who founded marriage he was the one who established marriage he was the one who manufactured marriage let me say instituted marriage he knows how it works and because he knows how it works we need to go to him to find out how it works and when we discover how it works we should line up ourselves to the manual amen to how it works so that we can we will not abuse marriage we will eventually have a good success in our marriage okay and it's just like um, you bought a new phone and then you refuse to read the manual at the end of the day you're going to abuse it is either you destroy it or you don't get the full benefit of that phone praise the lord you don't get full benefit of it praise the lord you know and then we went on to see that um, not only is god's idea we discovered that it wasn't good if man is not married no one on earth will convince me that it is good if you are not married you are supposed to be married if god said it's not good then it's not good we should accept what God said. Exactly. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not good. It's not good. Don't try to corner it or you know try to uh, make it sound or try to you know cushion it in any form. No matter what trauma you've been through in marriage, okay, marriage is still good. It's because you didn't know something to do, or you didn't do what you're supposed to do right, or you did something wrong, or you gave way to something. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. You know that's why the marriage capsided. So you have to understand that it is good marriage is good then thirdly we said there's a purpose for marriage and the purpose of marriage is help god said it here man needed help and that's why he brought the woman into the life of the man okay and i also say that uh, as good as children sounds okay it's not the purpose of marriage the bible told us that is the blessing of marriage god said and uh, the bible says and god blessed them and god blessed them and he said be fruitful and multiply praise god so it was a result of blessing. Children are a result of blessing. They are not a result of purpose. Praise God. The purpose is help. Marriage is instituted for the purpose of help. For the woman to be help to the man. For the wives to be help to their husbands. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I trust that you've been blessed this morning. And um, I believe that God has touched you and if you are there and your marriage is dwindling or is having a problem i want to pray for you i want to pray that the power of the holy spirit will rest upon you and your husband and will turn your marriage around in the name of jesus christ i rebuke every manifestation of satan against your marriage because in this age devil is at it trying to destroy marriages and i want to say in jesus name you will not be a victim in the mighty name of jesus where your whoever is out there and your marriage is having issues i command a restoration in the name of jesus christ hallelujah praise god amen amen uh, uh just want to um remind us uh you can get our books on amazon now we have a number of books on amazon i have a good number of books there there's also a book there by my wife you know 
are titled gaining your husband every wife must lay hands on that book gaining your husband it's a very powerful book you know you get it on amazon and then uh, uh, we have a new book just came out god's financial plan for you you know you can lay your hands on that book also my holy spirit experience is another powerful book then attitude for altitude is also there you can get that in your own copy and then enjoying plenty in time of famine is also another book there you can get your copy they will be a blessing to you you can also worship with us at Crystal Service International Church uh, on Abesson Estate, uh, Lagos, I mean, Epaja, uh, uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, it is uh, every Sunday morning where we are available and you can, I mean, you will get blessed worshiping with us. You can also contact me on Impact Broadcast uh, at gmail.com or you can uh, tweet me at, at RevHam and um, I believe we can. Uh, have a nice time there. God bless you. Amen. Mm -hmm.